Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of The Final Cast with your hosts, Matt and brad what's going on buddy what's not much dude i don't know i'm in a weird mood i'm just like you know we were laughing before we started yeah dude i'm, I'm the same it's kind of like uh i almost feel slap happy like i want to go to sleep but i know if i go to sleep at eight o'clock i'm gonna wake up at like 2 a.m so i'll slap you and be happy most people probably would man you're not alone <laughs> <laughs> and, oh whatever yeah, it is what it is. Um, dude, I'm uh, I'm pumped. We're uh, if for the fans out there that don't know, me and Brad both are on the fishing team for the Loveland uh, Canoe and Kayak, which is here in Ohio in Loveland, Ohio. And old Drew Gregory was at the shop today. I know, dude. I he never shows up when like I'm there. It's I know. We should have just like we should just tell him next day. Let us know when you're coming. We'll just both not go to work and go down there. Yeah. Well, we had him in our booth at the expo for a while, and we talked. So that was cool. So me and Matt has known all about the Sholey for a long time now, and it's kind of hard to hold in the secrets. Oh, dude! I just wanted to come out so I can just start talking about it. Yeah. Like it looks. It looks dope. Now, don't get me wrong. It's a uh, like for my type of kayaking style, and granted, I haven't been in it yet, so I don't know. But I think it's more like it, it's perfect for your style, hitting just the river and you know some bigger water, but you know having something that's almost kuza like. Um, yeah, that's what I'm. You hoping. know, just 
that and I can't I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't, especially as how much of you know we talked to Drew and we've seen you know some things. It's definitely gonna be I mean it's gonna be a river monster, I think. I think so too, man. Just seeing some of the features, I'm like, yeah, that is pretty sweet. I can't wait for everybody to see it. Cause I'm, oh, well, I, I haven't seen it yet. We've seen pictures of it, but yeah, I about to say we haven't seen it in person yet. But I know, uh, I know, I'll get a real quick glimpse of it because that's that's next on your radar, right? Yep. I was going to ask you if you wanted to come down with me when I pick it up. Oh yeah, there's a good chance I'm going to go with you next yeah. Tuesday evening. Yeah, I'm down. Official uh, what's launch. Twenty four. Yeah, I'm down. I was trying to think. For some reason, I think I had something going on, but it's a Tuesday. So the only thing I have going on on Tuesdays is this. So, yeah. And we could, we could like, throw it on the river while we're down there just to mess around on it. And all that stuff. That'd be fun. Screw just messing around on it. Let's both leave work early, and I'll bring the RS, and we'll just go down the river for like an hour. That'd be cool. <laughs> I'm we're down. supposed to uh drew actually called me today and he wants to come back on the show to talk about it which i was going to reach out to him anyway yeah that was that was like what's the word i was getting ready to say uh a given that was just a given i mean that it's coming out anytime a new 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 kayak comes out or a new design comes out from a big company definitely want them on to just talk about it yeah yeah he he's he's pumped I'm pumped. Mark is really pumped. He he's like, I think we'll be chasing the demand curve all year long with this boat. Which, what I, what I said was Crescent's been doing a great job throughout the whole pandemic, anyway. So they've yeah. been inventory. Their inventory's been awesome the whole time. Yeah, and I think uh, it that was a a big test because um, you saw like for instance Old Town just because I had sold them. Old Town was having issues getting product. Uh, you know, even, even your like big box retail stores like Pelican, for example, um, when I don't, uh, lull all of you to sleep on the podcast, I, uh, work at a retail store, a big box store. Technically I'm a service advisor, but whatever. I see the retail side. And before that I sold kayaks and I couldn't get Pelicans for like seven months. You're saving like people from heartache. That's okay. Oh, I hundred percent. And I would tell them that too. They're <laughs> like, yeah, I just want a, a cheap kayak. I was like, this will get yeah. you on the water. I was like, this will get you on the water. For just, you, won't have, you won't have a whole lot of fun on the water. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's, it, there's definitely a separation. There is, especially coming from someone who's like, I could be fine on the water with a cheap kayak. No, nah, dude, it sucked. I was on the water for like six months and then I got, I immediately went over to a bona fide. There's a lot of people they'll they'll get in those sit insides and stuff for their first time and then like they hate it so much that they give up on kayak fishing. Yeah, which sucks, man, because there's I mean it's it's kind of like anything else you do. If you go well, I mean, I'm a, a big hunter. If you buy a super cheap shotgun and go duck hunting and the shotgun jams on you, you're not gonna want to do it anymore. Remington eight seventy. Not a bad shotgun. I that's what not I used to have. Enough. Yeah, it's a great. I mean, it's 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 a timeless shotgun. Now the newer ones, I'm not going to comment on those, but the older ones, like the one you had, worked perfect. Yeah, it's that a pump. Wood green. Uh, yeah, that I don't. Wood green I don't like things. Awesome. Yeah, I'm just not a huge pump shotgun guy for for yeah. for ducks because I like to kill multiple at once. So for two reasons, I love duck hunting. Duck hunting in Ohio typically is cold, so I want to kill my ducks, get in my truck, and go home. 
You want to line your ducks up in a row and kill them. I mean, dude, if I can get them all out in three passes, I'm fine with that. Like, there's guys who are like, it's all about setting up and being out with your boys and just relax. Like, I'm about that too. But also, heat. Heat is great. I'm wearing a sweatshirt because my basement is uh, straight 62 degrees all year round. Oh, that's perfect. I love it. It's after I mow, I love coming. I'll just come down here and sit right now. Not a huge fan of it. Want to put my hoodie on and I feel comfortable. So, you know. <laughs> Dude, I'm the complete opposite. You know, like I, I do construction, so I work out in the heat, which I've been doing the last two weeks. And I was on a roof today, so it was 15 degrees hotter than it was on the ground. And yeah. I hate I hate it. I can't stand the summertime because of my job. I, I dude, rather I, it be 40 degrees. Uh, no, nah, dude, I'm all about the heat. Now, humidity sucks, but I would like a nice solid Sticky. 95 degrees, no humidity. <laughs> And I will work outside all day in it. I love it. I'm all about it. You, you get sticky in places that just isn't very pleasant. You get sticky in places that makes you rethink if you wiped good enough. So just saying. All right. So moving on from this uh, this stream of topics, me and Brad had a fun little waiting trip on Sunday. Yep. And I tell you what even though I fell and almost broke my hand and my rods twice, I had a Did blast. Really? Yeah. We, well, we both fell like back to back going down. Oh that yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that dude, we, we went to one of our spots and there's a guy in a kayak and we're walking Sitting down this right bank. in the spot. We wanted to fish. Well, of course. I mean, that's just how it goes. And you went down and you're like, yeah, it's a little slippery. And then you slipped. And I was like, Oh, this could be great. And then I just straight <laughs> fell right up, like straight down. I had my rods up in the air. I was like, I'll just yep. break my neck. I don't care. And uh, yeah. Hey. And then I fell again, like 15 minutes later. So it was awesome. Yeah. Douglas rods though. Shout out. Cause if you do break them, good warranty, $50 and they send you a new one. Oh yeah. No questions asked. It's awesome. I mean, other places you're looking at, Oh, it's a manufacturer's defect and it's a 90 day or one year warranty. Yeah. Oh, Douglas get you yep. taken care of which is money yeah and i i've uh i've uh taken advantage of that like seven times since last year <laughs> yeah dude you've broken like a Jeez. ton of rods because uh, i'm an idiot i, I do stupid <laughs> stuff i'm just i mean know. you know there sometimes it happens like i know uh we were going out last year down gmr after uh, it was on a tuesday after i got off work and we all met up and uh we were pulling your kayak down and one of your rod tips snapped when we were pulling it down because it got stuck on the ground or something oh yeah how. like stuff like that happens you have i mean you have stuff like that, that happen to you like every other day i've broken three rods doing that <laughs> that exact same thing just snapping you know like getting stuck on a freaking weed or something it's oh it drives me nuts yeah i've uh i've learned from that now my rods don't go near the kayak until i'm on the water yep <laughs> me too pretty much so it's whatever but yeah dude waiting trip you fell down the bank i fell down the bank then that guy was like hey he said something yeah. he, yeah. he said i looked familiar yeah he was like hey do you do youtube videos and i'm like my back's turned to him and brad's like no i don't do any youtube videos and he's like oh you look familiar and i looked at brad because for the listeners who don't watch we're on the paddle and fin networks youtube uh -huh. show and I was looked at him, I was like, well, you kind of do YouTube. He's like, no, I don't. I do Instagram. And I was like, dude, our show's on YouTube every Thursday morning. 
yeah, I it's there. completely I forget about that. I mean, I, I yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I guess I can understand. And then I turned around, I was like, Do you listen to fishing podcasts? He's like, Yeah. It's like, Do you listen to Paddle and Finn? He's like, Yeah. It's like, Do you listen to Final Cast with Matt and Brad? He's like, That's you guys. I was like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny though. Like, I, that's that's happened so many times. Just yeah. So if you're listening fishing. out there, big dog, shout out to you. Thanks know, for catching the fish right in front of our face like two minutes later. Yeah, and you know what happened after, like literally like two seconds, no, maybe two minutes after he caught that fish. Oh, yeah. I hooked into a fish with my brand new uh, Dark Horse Tackle Cellar Baits spinner bait. And uh, Josh, <laughs> if you're hearing this, please send me another one. I set the hook on it and the line just completely snapped. And the fish swims away, and like the next few minutes, that fish just taunts me. It just keeps jumping. Oh, I mean, and it was like, like flopping in the air. Exactly. It's like it knew. It's like, hey, buddy, and you just hear ching 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 ching, ching and it goes right back in the water. I just couldn't help but laugh. Yeah, just I was just, like, I mean, it sucks. And yes, Josh, send him another one. That's all I talked about for like an hour. So please do. But dude, <laughs> that was an awesome on. spinner bait, dude. Like. The, the whole thing's quality. The the components, like, it just feels good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was excited to look at it, but then it got, like, you know, lost in five <sighs> seconds of being there. So, yeah. <laughs> when I pulled it out of the uh, subscription box, I was like, oh, this is going to be a good muddy water bait. It was bright chartreuse and had a slight little bit of purple and, like, a slight little bit of silver. And it had two uh, silver Colorado blades. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It might have been a good thing though, because that was your first cast. So, well, not, I ended up catching, catching a lot it. of fish that day, though. I that's what I'm saying. So you didn't catch that fish. If you mm -hmm. would have, maybe you not have caught all those fish, and it might have bled over to me and Justin because we all caught quality fish that day. So yeah, that, that was a good day. Actually, you had the best day out of all of us. Yeah, I think on the day. Well, so first on the day, I caught my river PB. 19 and a half inch smallmouth, which was fatter than fat. Just, I mean, it was wide. She was girthy. She was thick. It was What'd you catch fish. him on? Big Joshy swim bait, like always, because that always does work. Um, I was, we were sitting underneath the bridge. You were casting on the other side, catching fish. Justin was catching on the other side, catching fish. And I was like, well, I don't want to get in anybody's way. So I was like, whatever. I'll just start throwing out. And I had a one eighth ounce sled head on. And I was throwing it and the current was just taking it. I just didn't like how it was sitting. And I was like, well, I'm just going to try to beat the current. So I threw on a quarter ounce sled head. First cast of that quarter ounce. Got underneath the current a little bit better. I could kind of hold it. And right when it popped out of that current into that little slow water by all those rocks, just came up and just, just grabbed it. And it was, oh, dude, it was great. Because then it, it fought great right at the bank. I mean, it was within five feet. And I know when we were pulling it out, you just run down and you're like, that's a 20 inch fish. And I was like, yeah. And it wasn't, which really, it looked huge. Heart. But it, well, I mean, it, it was, was if, if I could put a picture up from Instagram, it on the catch board, it was hanging off both sides. Like it was a fat fish. I think it could have touched four pounds. Like, no, without even trying. Oh, I agree. It was probably close to four. Yeah. Three and a half, between three and a half and four. So, but yeah, that's, that's my biggest river smallie which is awesome. It's always fun to break PBs, which uh, when I was younger, I got a smallie up at Erie that was 
seven pounds. So that's going to be hard to ever beat. And down in Florida, I caught a 12 pound largemouth. So like, I'm not going to beat that in Ohio. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's always fun. It's cool to break PBs. Um, I almost broke my PB rock bass, which would have been dope. Yeah. That, I mean, it's just it's, the color on it, the, the head on it, the that gr- thing looked I mean, old was, too. You could tell. Yeah, it, it did. Yeah. That fish has been around. She's seen some stuff and she was fishing in the downtown Dayton area. So she's probably seen a bunch of illegal stuff too. You never know. So <laughs> look how but, plump yeah, it I mean, is on the board. Yeah, and that that fish is touching the bottom of my palm, like it's touching down here, like it's just it was just so fat, and that's all I could think of. I was like, like this fish is long, and I love it, but this fish is fat. Like it's yeah. the one time on the river, I was like, I wish I had a scale. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was a great one. That picture doesn't yeah. do it justice. That's a football. Oh yeah, man, it it really doesn't. Even the picture before that first picture doesn't really do it justice. It looks cool, but you just had to be there and see it. Like, I'm just going to invest in a GoPro and a long stick just so people can see stuff happen. But um, pull, I'm going to pull up mine, too. I, yours I don't... was like... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, that's like long and skinny. Yeah, night what nineteen and a quarter? Yeah, well, it was still fat, but it was. Yeah, I was say yours had. Fat. I mean, no, I mean, I, I don't know. I didn't get a good. Well, I got a good look. You brought yours down. Yours was a fat fish too. Yeah, there it is. <clears throat> yep, and I think your fish was younger. I think your fish has got to get over twenty all day long. Yeah, I can see that. Looks a little bit more healthier. Yeah, mine was like on the last bit of life, I believe like she's got this season and then she's going to go to the great Lake of beyond. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that before. But yeah, man. So yeah, you were throwing the jig master sled head, uh, big Joshy. What color? Uh, that time I had just done the clown. Oh, that's right. That was the, yeah. that was their limited edition run one year for the expo. Yeah. I let you borrow yeah. it. So, I had my Plano backpack that had all my baits in it, but I forgot my plastics because I'm an idiot. And I threw, what did I have on that? I had a Joshi on it before and got it stuck. And I was like, oh crap. You had the silver, or a, you had the sugar one. I had the sugar Joshi on. Let's see, do I have, I, I don't think I have a clown. I thought I got a pack. I probably don't, whatever. They're, they're old. I mean, that's like four or five, six years ago. <laughs> No, yeah, I remember, but I just I thought I had one, but I don't. But uh, yeah, so I got went in your box. I was like, "Hey, do you have uh, some Joshies?" And you're like, "Yeah, obviously." And they were just sitting there, and I was like, "Well, maybe he doesn't care." And I just took one, and you're like, "Yeah, I never throw these. These are like a saw guy color." I was like, "Okay." And That's then what I they advertised them as. Yeah, well, it wasn't that day because I yeah, caught I know. that smally, and then two. No, I lost that one. No, yeah, I caught two more on that yep. same bait. Which is awesome. Two two more so, good ones. Yeah, but I say I got a sixteen and a half, and then an eighteen and a half, and that dude, that sixteen and a half. We're gonna get to your fun stuff of uh, all your kitty cats, but that sixteen and a half that that fell. I got it to the bank. I tried to bank flip it, 
hook popped out of its mouth, went right down oh, into yeah. a hole. And I was like, dude, I was so pissed because it was a good size fish and everything. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking down in this hole. It's like there's a rock sitting here. For people who can't see, go to YouTube. You can see me try to explain this in the worst way ever. There's a rock sitting here and a rock sitting here. Water's coming over and there was water in this hole and this fish went right in. And I was like, oh, it swam right underneath. No, I saw the tail. He and couldn't get out at, of that hole. No. And I looked up at Brad and I'm like, dude, it's right here. So I'm in there like trying to move it around. Brad's about to lift the rock. I was like, don't do that. So he puts it back down and it flips around. I thought it almost barred me, which I would have been mad if I would have got spine barbed. <laughs> and then I was feeling around and I just grab its mouth and pull it out of this like shallow pit. It was awesome. Yeah, that, that was cool. There, I've actually had a, a story kind of similar to that before. I was floating with uh, Justin, um, Josh Eldridge, and uh, Chris Anderson. Mm-hmm. And this was downstream from uh, Taylorsville. And uh, okay. I, I hooked into the pike I was telling you about that I caught on the uh, Whopper Plopper the other day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hooked this pike. I got it up to the kayak, and he flipped out. Well, my kayak... How it, how it was in the water, it was pinned up against like the shallow flat that was under a couple inches of water. Mm-hmm. So my kayak pinned this pike up against the <laughs> bank and my kayak, and there was like you know inches of water, and it was like two feet wide. You know, yeah. I was like, oh, dude, that's crazy. I picked the thing up. I was like, <laughs> I didn't lose the fish. <laughs> He's right here. This is nuts. I think I, I believe liner. Chris. Yeah, I believe Chris Anderson backed his kayak up to the bank too to help like pin it in there so I could get a picture. Now there you go. That's dope. See, stuff yeah. like that just happens and you don't expect it to happen. And it just it makes the day like it was already a good day. Like I told him <clears throat> Brad earlier, I caught a 19 and a half. I don't catch anything else the rest of the day. I don't really care. Like yeah. I've caught good fish. Uh and then that happens and it just it just makes the trip better. So yeah, yeah I can't wait to go to that spot when they're in those fast riffles because that's a lot of fun. Catch them out of those that fast moving water. Yeah, I was about to say I got really? one out of it. Uh, do you want to tell everybody what your fish of choice was on Sunday? Yeah, I got I got to catch a bunch of catfish where smallmouth usually are. I caught yeah, like five in a limit. row. You caught a limit of catfish. <laughs> I wish you should have measured every single one of them, and then you probably because yours they were, they were all, all 20... around like 22, 24 inches. Yeah, I'm about to say you would have, I mean, done some work. All out of fast I mean, movement. We get to this get to this spot. I've never been to it. And you're you're Brad's like, yeah, throw it to the shallow spot. You'll be or not the shallow, the slow spot, and you'll be good throwing in there. I'm not getting anything. He's like, Oh, catfish. Oh, catfish. Oh, catfish. I was like, All right, dude. This is <laughs> like this is a great spot, man. I love it. I, I'm so happy we're catching catfish. <laughs> I knew I knew it's gonna happen because I like I fish this spot. Uh, before a few times and same thing i catch catfish there but you can also catch really good smallmouth i mean i did get that one it was only like 13 inches but i mean it fought so much even that 13 inch fought so much better than those other three that i got yeah. um it was like a spunky male probably yeah man he was like ready and going he was just he saw the big joshy and he's like i'm gonna kill that right now and he yeah. just smashed it he destroyed it. it was awesome so this spot uh, it has a riffle, and it has a pretty big elevation change, where it goes just down downhill downstream, and then right it's going downstream. It has like this sharp bend in the river, and uh, the water was up a little bit, so you didn't see where it hits the 
other side of the bank and then directs towards the bank that we wait off of. So it was just a big swooping like bend in the river and the it was just rushing through there. Yeah, usually when I like I said it hits that bank and then it bolts back towards us, there's a real deep drop off right there when it does that. And they usually sit right on that drop off. You just let that bait just flutter down there. Not this time though. Uh, I found a, well, I saw a rock that was out there in the middle and it created like this real nice, calm, like V pocket. And it just got bigger mm-hmm. and bigger, bigger and wider as the yeah. river went downstream. So you, excuse me, you throw the uh, big Joshie in there and let it bounce along the bottom. And man, those catfish just nailed it. Every oh yeah, time. dude. They, I mean, they hit it hard enough for two or three of them. You thought you had a smallie on. They were fighting you so good in the current. Yeah, and then like you can kind of tell sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes you can't because the current makes smallmouth feel a lot bigger. Well, but yeah. these these catfish, you could tell they they were catfish. Just I was like, there's no way this this feels a lot bigger than a smallmouth in current i mean it was ripping drag and it was just zigzagging and then it did the death roll yeah i was about to say until you uh you think that next time you go out there is like oh this is too big and then you get like a 24 and a half inch small mouth i would poop myself <laughs> i would retire from fishing if that happened <laughs> well dude if we're going to if we're going to st Clair and stuff this year there's a chance that's gonna happen like that's that's not super uncommon i know oh for like, the river it is Oh, for the river? Yes, it is. But if you go to St. Clair and whatnot, yeah, you're going to catch some biggins. Yep. Uh, but, uh, man, that, that spot, I love that spot for the summertime. That's a great spot. And uh, I think Jason Myers commented on your post today about that spot, too. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, he it, it's it's funny. Um, he's got fishes a little bit south of us, and he was like, you boys need to stay in your own county. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I know i know some of the spots he fishes it's kind, it's kind of funny like every time he'll see my see me post he's like stay in your own spot <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it's all in good fun though i mean he's not one of those get butt hurt kind of guys um yeah as long dude, as you're I not almost, blowing up his spot you know what i mean like, well yeah but i'm i'm the same way don't be a spot burner like like I have no problem sending. Like if I know a spot, I'll tell you and a couple other guys that I know and whatnot. But I'm not gonna like spot burn. I just, yeah. Ah, it's just not. That's I just don't like that. But at the same time, I guess I can see the other part. Was well, it's all public water. I mean, yeah, but like some of this public water is not easy to get to. So. Yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, that it floats is. fun though, dude. If we ever float it. It's going to be an all-day thing, but, man, that float's awesome. Oh, I'm about it. I'm about it. But, say, so you'll have the new Crescent out there. I'm probably going to take, hopefully, by the end of the month, I'll have my P127. So, that'll be fun. you sell the golf clubs yet? Not yet. That's on Thursday, but they're, oh. they're sold tentatively nice. as of right now. And then I sold that. Uh, did you ever see in the back, of, when I had my Jeep in the back, that fridge? Yep. You <clears throat> yep, had it sold in the truck, today. too. Yeah, I had it in the truck. Did I did I bring it down to no, I didn't bring it to hollow. I just brought a cooler. Um uh yeah, I had it in the truck, I think, for the first couple weeks, but then I realized I was losing room. I didn't really need it anymore. But it's basically one of those coolers that's actually a fridge, and it was a fridge freezer. 
it was really nice, but I didn't need it. So I sold that today. Um, so Thursday I should be ready to, I'm pumped. Oh, dude, that's awesome. I can't wait dude, to I'm see so that. I'm so pumped. I'm so well, I, pumped. I can't wait to try it actually. Well, I mean, we would have tried it at the show, except, you know, <laughs> we, we broke it. So. Me and Matt broke the rudder trying to stick it in the demo pool, which literally is funny. one of the first P-127s in the state of Ohio, and we just <laughs> demolished the rudder. Mark got that piece at the shop, and he called me. Uh-huh. He was like, what'd you guys do to it again? I can't figure out where this goes. I was like, <laughs> oh, we broke the tension thing that holds the uh, rudder in place. He's like, oh, well, I'm selling this to somebody. I'm going to give it to him and he can fix it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> whatever. I mean, I haven't heard anything since. So I guess he fixed it. Yeah, it wasn't hard. I mean, even when we looked at it, it was like, oh, yeah, it's just this one little piece, which yeah. is what I like about it. Same thing. Uh, Dave from Bonafide actually broke the prop and he was able to just go to get a native prop because it's the same prop. And with that rudder piece, you can get the piece. That's what's nice about it. Because no matter how nice your kayak is, it's going to break if you yeah. do something the wrong way. Or I mean, you look at even Hobies. Their drives can explode if they're not main, excuse me, maintained correctly. Yeah. And uh, it, I see a lot of posts in every group. Like a, a lot of people crap on Hobies. A lot of people crap on Jackson. And I'm like, you look at all these posts in the owners groups, they all break the same amount. It's just, yeah, I was about to say every well, it's the same thing if you get on Facebook for like I have a F one fifty and you get on the group and be like, Oh my this is broken and this is broken, this is broken. But it's like you can go to Chevy's and when I was in a Jeep group, people were like, Yeah, my motor exploded and yeah. oh my transmission sucks. I was like, Well, I mean, you know, everything's gonna have its own pros and cons. Now there are some things that have a way more cons than pros, kind of <laughs> like that uh little Hyundai. Oh that man. You had. no, <laughs> we sold that this morning. I know that's great. I'm glad you got it fixed and got it gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Don't get me started on that thing. That thing's a piece of crap. <laughs> oh, dude! Uh, another awesome. And Nick's gonna be. If you've been listening to the podcast, Nick was on the last two weeks talking about swim baits, and he's gonna be super pumped because that tiny clash got a big old thump. Oh, dude! River. Yeah, that I, I, I was. Don't that. worry, I was saving it because this is a great story. So we, we moved spots and I just caught that 19 and a half. And I was like, you know what? This whole spot, I'm just going to throw. Like I started throwing the Joshi again. I was like, dude, if I got another fish, it'd be great. I'm all about it. But I want to catch a fish on this tiny clash, uh, uh, hand painted that I got in the dark horse chant box. And I was throwing it out, throwing it out. And for those who aren't familiar with the tiny clash, you can take the, it's a bigger, uh, swim bait. You can take the bill out and it, it has a bill. You can take the bill out and make it a glide bait, like subsurface, or you can put the bill in and it'll go down two or three feet and be like a giant crankbait. So I was throwing this underneath the bridge, throwing it, moving it back, and there was a little bit of cover. I saw a bunch of fry, and I was like, well, there might be a garter or something. I just want something to follow this and smack it and make my dream come true and get my Achigan wild card. And I'm throwing it, and this smallmouth came busting out from underneath this cover, hit this glide bait on the side, missed the hooks because it's my luck. Missed it, knocked it out of the water completely. I just got all struck, and that's I just kept throwing it and throwing it and throw it for like 45 minutes. You come back over, I was like, Brad, there's the biggest smallmouth I've ever seen. And this is right after I caught a 19 and a half. I was like, This is this is the biggest smallmouth I've ever seen right there. Yep. So you start dropping that net in 
first fish you pull out was rock bass. And I was like, dude, I promise that's not what hit the swim bait. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's not that. Like, I I know what a rock bass is. And uh I mean, it wasn't even in. like five minutes of me like yeah. just like jigging that Ned rig in there. Yeah, and it was literally what two foot off the bank and probably yep. five foot deep. Yep. Yeah. And it was in between two logs. So these two logs came in at a V like that. So I was mm-hmm. just sitting here dangling that net rig in there. All of a sudden he bites it. And I I set the hook. He jumps and like like I, I didn't have a real good hook set on it because we were so shallow and real close to the bank. He mm-hmm. jumps over the logs and then just spits it. I just looked at Matt. I was like, dude. You weren't dude, joking. It, that thing was huge. It's huge, dude. And it was, oh my gosh, it was so big. So I sent Cam. Uh, Cam didn't work yesterday and he came in. He was like, I was telling him the story about the swim bait. He's like, well, I was like, I can't go. I know Brad's working. He can't go. I was like, you have to go by yourself. You can't tell anybody where it's at. But he throws big swim baits. So I was like, take that big swim bait down there and just start throwing it. So he goes down there and he doesn't get anything to follow. He said the fry were still there. So it's still there. It's oh, lurking. Yeah. And he was throwing one of the gillies, the little 90s, um, which is the little baby version of this big old boy. But he was throwing one of these, and he got hammered by something. And he said it was a bigger fish. He got hammered by it, and it spit. So, yeah, dude, it's probably the same fish, because that dude's a, like, I want to just go there. I want to call off work tomorrow. Rob, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Call off work tomorrow and just go down there and sit and throw every bait I can at those fry and just get something to just take it off enough to where he bites again. Yeah. Oh yeah, that sucked though. Like I, I had the thing hooked. Oh yeah, I know, because he was hooked to even doing the jump. Because he jumped on those that V, he jumped over the log, yep. completely out of water. I mean, it looked like something you see on the MLF Big Five. Like this fish was massive. And then I just see your line go completely slack, and I'm like, I wasn't as mad as I like I could have been though. I was just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say you yeah. were. I could tell you turned around. And you were like. <sighs> All right, whatever. And then we moved like 10 minutes after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that, man. That was cool. I want to see you catch one on that big swim bait, though. Dude, I'm going to. And especially since I got two followers on that fish or that bait already. I know of one place, you know what I'm talking about, that it that it'll get bit. There's no way it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to get them on the river. Like, I can take big swim baits and go to some lakes that I know that I can throw them and I'll get bit all day. But I want to get a smallmouth on the river. So I just feel like the bite, the whole sequence, the attack's going to be harder. The bite, yeah. the fight's going to be better. Uh, I'm probably going to get a, like a four aught treble hook through my knee, but you know, it is what it is. <sighs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know, dude, I, I want to throw one, but I don't know. Well, I've got a, a little new, uh, 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 Lord, my brain's just not working today. Sorry, everyone listening. Oh, we got a new Douglas rod coming. The LRS LRS version, the C746XF, which is a little bit lighter weight swimbait rod, and I'm pumped. Oh, I think that's the pumped. one. Uh, that's the one. Uh, was it? Did you say the second 763XF? 764XF, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think the 763 is the one that Caleb told me that he likes for swim baits. Yeah. I was talking to Don and he was telling me that um, it's actually the seven, six, six. Sorry. I like a little bit heavier rod and the joy. This say, rod, that's a big rod. Isn't it? Big, nice it is, but it's, it's a heavy, but it's three eighths to four ounces. 
So it has a huge, like I can just replace, not replace, but instead of taking another one of my medium heavies that go to two ounces, I could take that one for my heavier lipless or something and have a swim bait and be a multi-purpose rod. So I'm not really losing a rod. That makes sense. I'm just adding a technique to a rod. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm pumped for that. Should be another joyous thing of Douglas. You order stuff goes out quick. I ordered today. Yeah, you'll get comes. you'll get it you'll you'll get it Thursday. I bet. Oh yeah, I, I'd be surprised if I don't get it tomorrow. I mean, I've already yeah. got shipping notifications, so like that. Yeah, awesome. it's usually like two days, I think. And yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Nice. My wife's getting mad because I have rod tubes like all over the house. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Just throw them away. Nah, dude, you got to keep them just in case. Because I've got I'm I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and ten. I'm looking at eleven rods I have to sell still. Oh. Just all my St. Croix and actually they're all St. Croix. I think. Yeah, see, so you'll have excuse me, you'll have enough after you sell all that stuff for the P127. Oh yeah. I, I have the on Thursday, once I sell the clubs, I'll have enough. Like I'll be done. Nice. That's cool. So it's all gonna be extra fun stuff to I don't know. Maybe I get another XI three and have one on the RS one seventeen and one on that the, would be sweet. Yeah, so it saves from but also like I can't justify that just because I could just unpull a pin yeah. and put it on the other one. Or you I can just be stupid. have to get different mounts. Yeah. Or I could be stupid and just forget my pen at home and have to use paracord and be scared every time I make a turn with it. So. <laughs> That's you said uh Matt, so Matt said since I don't have a lake kayak that I could use as RS when we go to all lakes. day long. All day long. But the thing is you're you're gonna want to put the motor on the P127 too, though. Probably not. Um, two reasons. One, I've never owned. I've been in, but never owned a pedal kayak. So I'm gonna be all up in this thing probably for a while to where I'm not gonna want to use the motor. Yeah. And two, Maddie's getting a little fatty, so he needs <laughs> to start. He needs to start pedaling some. Uh. Yeah. It's cutting out on those pizza rolls, dude. Hey, bud, I ate like 37, like three hours ago. Watch your mouth. But I had a Gatorade instead of a Mountain That's almost dude. a whole package. There's like no, dude, 40 count in it. No, I get a 120. Don't worry about oh, it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> they are usually gone in like four days, though. So That's Maddie's great. getting fatty. So Maddie fatty 2022. Maddie no longer fatty 2023. That's funny. Yeah. Well... I want to get back to deployment weight. Wait, that's what I'm shooting for. Dude, you were freaking skinny. I would, I would, yeah, I was skinny and somewhat healthy. Somewhat is the word there. Yeah, well, they, you had, you had to be. I didn't have a choice, and there was nothing else to do. Like I just, yeah. it was like eat, sleep, work out, watch movies. That's it. Yeah, so. pretty much. But yeah, guys, that was our trip. Figure we talk about it, talk about a few products that we used while we were out there on the water and stuff. Yeah, it was it was awesome. I mean, it's hard to like I I love using different things. I love trying new stuff, but at the same time, like toward the end of the day, most of the rest of my fish all came off of uh green glow perch from Josh. Oh, did it? I mean, it? Yeah, all like the that 16 and that 15 or 18 and a half and then okay. that 14 all came off the same bait. Yeah, glow perch is a great color. That's what I've started out on the river using. Dude, it's awesome. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to like knock. Like it's it's a, such a simple bait, but I don't know why. Maybe it's the colors. Maybe how it's shaped. 
I don't know, but fish just destroy this dude, thing. Dude, the way it like barrels and, and then wiggles, I, uh, there there's no other bait out there that I can see that mimics that same action. No, I mean I mean me either. It's just it's it's crazy. Uh I can't you remember when I bought that package of J fives? Uh uh-uh. at the show. I don't know where I did with them. I'm really upset. The yeah. J5's the big five inch Joshy, and they're gone. And I'm really upset about it. But I, I gotta say for everybody listening, if you're using Joshies, it is almost a must to get the Jigmaster sled heads for them. Oh yeah. It makes your Joshies last so much longer. You saw yeah, I you mean, saw my Joshy, how much it got worn down after five catfish. Yep. If you're fishing for smallmouth, it lasts way longer than that. Oh, yeah. The only reason I changed colors is because I broke off. Like, the clown would have still been tied on, but I broke off. I mean, I just kept getting stuck. But, like, the good thing about Joshi is if you're just going out and you're not, like, wanting to invest a lot of tackle, it comes with a little ball head jig that you can use. They're not Um, great, though. But it's not, and it's super light. So, like, in heavier current, you want a little bit heavier weight. Yeah. Um, and I've tried other ball, like the VMC ball heads. I've even, I got Gamagatsu ball heads. And after one or two fish, the Joshi's done. But on those sled heads, with the screw head, it lasts all day. And now with you, I mean, you got through five catfish, and you could, and you still fished that bait and caught a smallmouth after that. Like, yep. Like, it was still Yeah, even though the side of my Joshi was, like, torn and it was, like, a flap. I was still mm-hmm. fishing it. Still worked. Yeah. I mean, it's. I need some mend it for that. I've got a ton of Mendit, so I'll bring you some next time I see you. I've got a ton. I dropped a bottle of mine in the garage and it shattered. (laughs) And it just like glue on the concrete. I was like, oh, jeez. Dude, suck that stuff up and reuse it. Mendit is expensive. It's it's expensive and it's awesome, though. I mean, I I just like to see that. 13 bucks for like a real small bottle, like two ounces. Yeah, you can if you get legit mend it. It's I want to say it's like ten ninety nine or eleven ninety nine. There's some other brands that make like plastic glue, and I've used them for swim baits and stuff, and it doesn't work as well. But I mean, it does. Like for basic applications, it works fine. Like for Joshies, it would probably work because it's not yeah. putting a whole lot of plastic back together. And it's not as heavy. But yeah, man, it's it it goes a long way. The thing I don't like about mend it is. Man, it stinks. You can tell there's chemicals in it. And like they need to come up with like something that smells like crawdad scent when you put it on. You know what I mean? That would be awesome for two reasons. Because A, the fish are more, when they bite it, they're going to want to hang on more. And two, yeah, you're right. When you open mend it, it like burns your eyeballs. Yeah. It smells like PVC glue. It smells worse than PVC glue. Because you can wash it. If you put it on plastic, you'll watch it almost melt the plastic back together. Yep. Like it's it's crazy. It's good stuff. It's just I don't know if you know the fish and scent thing, you know. Yeah, that's one of those things. That's that's in the same realm of you can fish with whatever whatever color braid you want because fish don't care about the color, they care about the line diameter. You know, I mean that's that's a big thing. Like I'm still I'm a fluorocarbon guy. I throw fluoro on just about everything, whether it's a leader or straight fluoro. And I still can't believe someone throwing neon yellow braid straight to the bait. <laughs> Drew Gregory does. I know. And that's like, if I'm pitching and flipping, I don't care. Cause it's a reaction bait. But like, if I'm throwing like a Ned rig, I, yeah. I cannot, I can't make myself he does it on, tie braid. He does it on chatter baits and spinner baits and stuff. 
Well, reaction baits. They're not really paying yeah. attention to the line anyway. But that's the big debate is oh, it doesn't matter if it's a reaction bait or whatever. It's the line diameter because they can sense it in the water. Yep. And they don't care about the color, which, I mean, maybe. I'm not a scientist, but at the same you, time. You could probably get away with it in Ohio, though, because our waters are so dirty. Yeah, it's gross. Uh, it's really gross. I'm, I, w- I want some clear stuff. I want to go to... I want to go to St. Mary's or not St. Mary's, uh, St. Clair, really bad. <laughs> that St. Mary's is like the worst place. I know, dude. I duck hunt at St. Mary's. There's so like I get in that water and I feel dirty. Oh, dude. Speaking of, did you see my post about Indian Lake? Oh yeah, I forgot Indian Lake even existed. We should go. Did you see yeah. how clear it is now? Yeah, it's insane. It literally looks like I wish. I didn't know the grass and weeds were that bad. Um, yeah. For everyone listening, if you're outside of Ohio look up Indian Lake, Ohio, and then click images and find pictures of it all gross and stainy and find pictures in 2022. It literally looks like a brand new body of water. It's crazy. Like, yeah, I love fishing weeds like that though. That looks like, you know, fishing paradise. I I agree. I agree. But see, here's where it's not. If you have weeds all over the lake and they're everywhere, it's just like fishing a lake without weeds because the fish are going to be separate everywhere. Yeah, I mean, you you can go out in the middle of nowhere and just cast and maybe catch some. And maybe catch some. But if you have patches of weeds, like even in the middle middle of nowhere, if that's the big weed, the fish are going to be there because of cover, and now you're catching more fish. So, yeah, that's true. But six six one way, half a dozen the other. But I've always heard Indian Lake has always been tough fishing, so... Maybe that the water's getting clearer, the water clarity is better, and the fish get bigger there. That would be awesome. We need to hit it up for sure. Yeah, it's one of the things we could do someday. Yeah, we just need to make sure not to get killed by boaters because there are a ton there. Yeah, screw the boaters. Yeah, well, just agree. It's take it's a take a, a Nick's <laughs> advice and throw some shark hooks at them. Yeah, just I'll just get my uh my four pronged anchor and hand cast for some people fish. Jeez. Yeah. Lord. But yeah, dude, it was it was fun. I'm uh I'm excited. <laughs> About to say uh this weekend we'll probably go a little wade fishing again, I would assume. Yeah, I'm down. Saturday, Definitely. Sunday. I'm about to say one of those days it's the end of turkey season. I haven't got a chance to go. So I think me and James are going to go try to spike a bird. But that's cool. But yeah, definitely. We'll find a day. I'm sure Justin will be out there too. I just, I saw he he was out on the river today. (laughs) He caught a, he he caught, it looked like he had a 16 incher. So he could, I don't know, man. What's maybe that? it's starting to, maybe it's, I don't know, because we were out there at one of Justin's coveteds and uh, we weren't getting, like you got, I think you got what, two fish and they were both small. It's almost like we're not, like that whole spot is spawned out. And I think like yeah. we were talking, I think that was just a spawn ground because he was catching what he caught, 11 fish and they were all fish, Ohio fish. Yeah. So. I don't know. But yeah, we went we went to that spot and cast it around. None of us caught anything there. So I saw a bunch of fry all along that bank too. Yeah, I'd say there's a ton of fry, which is why I'm surprised we didn't catch more. 
just because get a fry garter or something. I don't know. Oh, you, I, don't know. I, th- I think the females are resting now, the big ones. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, I think they are. Well, like when I was catching that 18, you were you're like, man, you're just throwing in the right spots. I was like, well, I'm just fishing at like a largemouth lake after spawn. Uh, they're not, I don't think they're in the fast water yet. They're definitely in slow water and they're just wanting to suspend and hang out. So I was just throwing where they're suspending and hanging out. And I got what, I mean, both those fish in 10 minutes. So mm-hmm. yeah, right on the edge of uh, uh shade. Yep. Right on the edge of shade and right at the very end of where the fast water was dumping into the bank. So yeah, makes it, sense. It was, it was money. So. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know, dude. I don't know what else we got. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, other than uh, I kind of went over some new Dark Horse stuff that I got, which is the swim baits, which is dope. I know you got the that dabble pack with that spinner bait. Have you decided to upgrade to the Weekender or not? I want to. Dude, you should. I, oh, I do have some new stuff coming because Dark Horse Tackle um, from... Uh, uh, what's the company? What's the guy who does their baits? Give me a second. They actually have two uh, exclusives now, and it's from Dark Corner Custom Crankbaits. He's painted two uh, larger glide baits, and they're on sale on their website for thirty-five bucks. And the blanks that he's painting are typically ninety bucks, Jeez. and they look awesome. Like, let me show you. Let me pull this up. The public need to know about this. That's cool. I. Uh... I think I no, I don't know if that's the one you showed me or not. I can't remember. Hmm. That sounds familiar though. What is it called? Which, that that dark corner. Dark, dark corner. corner. Yeah, he's the guy who painted that uh that pumpkin seed that I got from Dark Horse. Remember, oh. I sent you the picture of the live bluegill and that fly, and then the pumpkin seed. Yeah, and they look identical. Yep. So let me pull this up. Bam. So that's the, these are custom exclusive to dark horse tackle. So that was cool. I bought one just because, I mean, why not have one, but this is awesome looking. Oh, was that supposed to be like a trout looking thing? I don't know if it's like trouty. I mean, kind of, um, but it's just awesome. It's just a green head and it, it, yeah, I mean this the sink it's a sinker, so two ounces, seven and a quarter inches long, so nothing like crazy huge, um, and nothing crazy heavy, like most of your um oh I see. medium heavier heavy rods can can cast it. Um but yeah, dude, I'm pumped. I got ordered both of those, so that's gonna be sick when those come in. Yeah, I don't have any I don't have anything coming in yet. I haven't really been shopping well i did buy some plano edge 3600 boxes moved all my stuff over that for the river yeah Um, which is a super awesome idea i need to do that too yeah you bring too uh, much dude (laughs) uh, yeah i know and i brought i brought that whole uh backpack full of i had like four boxes and i literally pulled out one box and it was a 3500 size plano that just had all my jig heads in it yep like that's that's all that's all i pulled out Josh, he's in a big, well, you throw those big swim baits too, but Josh, he's in a Ned rig, man. And a spinner bait. And a spinner bait, which I didn't bring my spinner baits because I just transferred them all over, which I like this a lot. Just transfer them all over to this. 
Yeah. Which is just spinnerbait box. I'm a huge fan of this because it keeps them all like organized and next to each other. And but this also sucks to like pack out everywhere because it's deep it's huge. Like it's huge. It's it fits all the spinnerbaits. I'm uh eyeballing a like a plano. It's like one of those deep four inch plano boxes. Excuse me. Orange planter boxes that don't have dividers in it. Oh, the like the plastic box. Yeah, I'm eyeballing one of those for my soft plastics. Like I'm, I'm getting rid of the plano soft plastic plastics binder I have. I can't stand it. So I'm going. Yeah, the box. Dude, I, I really was in the binder craze. Like I think it's a great product. Like I have this. Like the roll up binder. Yeah, like the Raptor yeah. tackle roll, which this thing's awesome. Like this I is heard how those big are it nice. is. This is how big it is, and then it's got all those plastics in it. Yeah, which is it's dope, but at the same time, I don't know. It's, it's just something about getting this out now. Let's say I'm in my kayak seat, getting this out, rolling. I know back it's up. it's a pain. That's the it's, issue I'm dealing with. Yeah, that's all it is. It's just a pain. Like if I was on a boat, yeah, dude, I'd have I screw having just bags of plastics. I just have 15 of these and call it a day. Yeah, but. It saves so much space, and it's great to get it rolled back up. And it, maybe it's just me because I'm, you know, no, I got the same. Stuff, but I'm the same. I'm the same way. So it makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, I don't I'm take looking away at one from of those. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to take away from it. That's a bad product because it's a great product. I just it just doesn't work out for me like I thought it would. So. Yeah. Oh, I agree. That's why I'm going for that four inch box. I think it'll make stuff easier. Like I can just flip through stuff real quick, close the box, and put it back in my crate. Which yeah. I, only, I only use that. I only use my soft plastics when I'm on the lake. Uh, when I'm on the river, I'll pick out select bags and just throw it my Yak Gadget bag. Well, that's why I got the undersea, the Yak Gadget uh, mm-hmm. undersea drawer, junk drawer. Oh, yeah. It was for the river. Like you saw it. I had, and I have a ton of crap in it still, yeah. but that's literally all I'm going to bring on the river. It's a thir- two 3,600 boxes and a 35 with just different jigs in them and i'll probably cut or one jig one box is a jig box so right jigs a couple chatter baits and then a couple swim jigs and then one box is all my jig heads and one box is just small hooks and stuff like that if i want to throw a texas rig or something and then i just have assorted plastics in there yeah and it goes right underneath the seat and then i don't have to bring because i don't have rods going straight vertical anymore they all lay down on the yak gadget stagers so like, I don't have to bring anything. It's just, I'm slowly but surely, I'm not you or Justin where I'm going out with a box and hopes and dreams and catching fish yet. I still have to bring some. So, yeah, you get your experiment and still, I get it. Cause that's, you know, I've done the same thing. Yeah. I'm just trying to find, trying to find what works for Maddie Boy. And slowly yeah. but surely, it's getting there. Now, when I'm on the lake and if anybody runs into me, I'm going to look like I have the whole house, the RV, the kitchen sink, and the pool barn with me. Cause I like to have options. I do the same thing on the lake. So yeah, six I mean, rods, I, and I got all my tackle boxes with me. I would say I have uh, five tackle boxes in the Yak Gadget box or Yak Gadget crate. I've got two boxes typically underneath my thing. I've got ten rods with me. Uh, yeah, dude, I, I've I, I'll just bring everything I can find. It's like, oh, maybe I need this. I don't know, and then I'll never use half of it. But at least I had it if I wanted it. Yeah, that's it. It's my exact thing. My exact thinking on a lake. It's not as cumbersome on a lake to bring a lot of gear, in my opinion. Yeah. On a river, kind of sucks. 
Yeah. I yeah, on a river it definitely sucks cuz especially if you have the portage. If I had all that stuff when we had to make that portage, I would have just not made that portage and you just guys would have just came and picked me up. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't have done it. 8 hours later. Yeah, I would not have done it. My legs probably wouldn't have been so burnt. This is one thing I meant to give you. I got this out of the dark horse box and since you're not a big swim bait guy, I'm going to get you on that right there. You can start throwing. Do you want around. like a segmented? Yep. What what is it? It's, just it's a segmented uh, wake bait. It's got a little uh, okay bill on it, but how big is this? It? Is uh, I'd say maybe what four inches? Yeah. So a little bit bigger than what you typically throw, but it gets you in the ballpark. I should just go big. Throw start throwing a six and seven incher. Screw do it, it, dude. Just do it. Just do it. Because if you get one bite on it, it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> like even if it's a small fish, it's still like, dude, I just caught a small fish on a seven inch glide bait. This is awesome. Uh, yeah. That would be cool. It is. You'll love it. Just tie on my bluegill I've got and call it a day. We got some spots for that. Yeah, we do. You ain't wrong. So but I've got nothing else. You got anything? Nope. I'm good. I gotta pee, dude, so bad. <laughs> I've drank so much water since I got off work today because, like I said, I was outside, and I'm like a camel right now. Wait the bust. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, on that note, I appreciate you turning in a little bit uh, shorter episode this week, but it's always nice to decompress and just kind of talk. So it was fun. I think next week you guys will enjoy the show, so tune in for that, and uh, we'll see you later. See ya. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website, paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures your midwest premier paddle sports destination go to rocktownadventures.com eastport marina the beautiful destination on dale hollow lake if you're looking for lodging kayaks kayak accessories or anything fishing related on the beautiful dale hollow lake go to eastport.info and jig masters jigs when in doubt get the jig out go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today